Utah. I want to go to the Badlands. I think yeah, that's in me North, too. Isn't that North Dakota? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I've been there. Geography corner. Yeah. Is it cool? Going uh, um, saying Mount Saint Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I was like, Mount that's Saint not a place. Rushmore. Mount Saint Helens yeah. might be the some thing people. Some people about. might think that they're saints. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the stone wall. I was. No, I went there when I was a kid. Oh, I don't remember Mount it. Rushmore. It's pretty neat. It was actually one of my earliest like conscious memories was seeing Mount Rushmore. Not really? actually seeing it, but like playing with one of those plastic snakes that I got at the gift shop there. I don't but remember looking at the faces, but I remember it being at Mount Rushmore. That's about as american as you can get the the snake aspect of it everything that the only thing you remember is the thing from my the first shop. my first thought was seeing my founding fathers <laughs> immortalized in stone Ugh. are they founding fathers no for some I reason like roosevelt, roosevelt's on there because he was like the first like imperialist president and the guy that made it was a <laughs> fucking like psycho <laughs> I think he was present at the time he made it, but yeah, the guy who Roosevelt? made Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I always thought it yeah. was because of Theodore the, Roosevelt, not Franklin. I thought it was because he was the one who did the national parks. If it he could, it could be that, I don't think so. Though. <laughs> what I don't, you said I don't, makes more I don't, sense. I don't, I don't think we're gonna do anything about America and being like we should really put more money into national parks. Actually, it, it national makes sense though for thing. a president to be like, "I'm gonna fix the national parks. I want you to put my face in stone." <laughs> Well, no, he, really I mean, to be, I, you know, he's a pretty fascinating person. Like, he like actually did care about that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't it? it, it Credit where Christ do. It's interesting. It's also just a psycho. But <laughs> it's interesting though if you look at the like how voting happened like way back in the day, of like uh, reaching across the aisle, aisle and stuff like that, and and how uh, polarized it is now. It's mm-hmm. it's really frustrating. <laughs> That's a hot take. <laughs> 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 You know what I think is a weirdly hot take that I've seen recently? You put a mic in front of me. I'm going to say controversial. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's time to be vulnerable. What's your earliest memory? Earliest memory? Yeah. Do you want us to actually start the podcast before you ask this question? podcast put on by guiding light i'm debbie my name is daniel i'm brett oh hi brett <laughs> you gotta get closer Doug's to the over there. i'm doug <laughs> so he was just following the order it's yeah. fair yeah. yeah that's cool <laughs> we were having a lot of hot takes earlier so i i figured I'd, I'd start this off with a hot take with you brett what's what's the earliest memory you can recall how is that a hot take it's a hot take <laughs> okay I don't know what his earliest memory is. <laughs> That's fair. Wow. Uh, it'll probably be the first thing that came to mind will be when um, I used to live in Florida. Probably, I don't, I don't know exactly what age, but being by a pond trying to scoop up tadpoles. To do what? I'm into that stuff. I always been. He's a, into, he's a boy in into, Florida. What do you yeah. think he's gonna just, do? I mean, were you coming from them? Chicago, where there hardly yeah. is nature? But it was, it was your earliest memory. How would you remember the that there's no nature? Ooh, right. Oh, you had to mm. go there, didn't you? Well, now he knows. <laughs> My, it was a hot take because you, you were in profound? Florida. You should have never been there. That's true. No, I yeah. mean, who wouldn't want to do that? I get it. Apparently, definitely. <laughs> I'm into that. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding Picking me? Picking up frogs and tadpoles and, and yeah. whatever. Do you keep them? Like, do you scoop you, them up you, and, like, put them, them in a... What do you think you do with them? You put them back. Or you okay. throw them against rocks or something. That was... I found out something interesting the other day that I didn't know. What? I didn't know that frogs hibernate. I guess I did. Did everybody else know this? I guess I, I didn't know that, but it, it, it as soon as you say it, it's like, yeah, no. Like, I've never That's thought the exact thought before. process I went yeah. through. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, I thought about it, and I was like, well, they have to survive the winter, so. I thought they migrate south. I thought they migrate <laughs> <No. really? laughs> I thought they. I, they I, hop south. I thought they just died. <laughs> migration. I thought they just died, I guess. I didn't really think so about how do it that they, come back? they have the shortest okay. lifespan. That's fair. <laughs> Any amphibian? Yeah. Isn't that what happens like, mosquitoes, though? Like, yeah, they just that's all die, what I and then they They're kind of like bugs, you know? There's some big frogs, bro. 
Maybe, good point. Maybe, Once again, I did not. Maybe think it's this just out the northern thoroughly. frog breeds have a quick turnover. I guess they hibernate in the desert too, though. That is a really interesting. I've never thought about it before, but I also have never seen like massive amounts of dead frogs every winter. Because if they did just die out, you'd see them. I was well, watching. I don't, this. I don't think they're gonna just die out like in the street. It's not like the happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Or one of the plagues. Yeah. Well, some species have like an antifreeze in their bloodstream. That's true. <laughs> I do remember here. I'm, I'm like, serious. Yeah, it's not actual antifreeze, no. but it is like a compound that keeps them. They're from dangerous because kids yeah. want to cut them open and suck on them because they taste good. <laughs> some frogs get you high, so some people yeah. do want to lick frogs. No, there there are there are retreats that for that. Is that just an old wives? No, thing? that actually is no. Really there are true. whole retreats. It's kind of like an ayahuasca thing. But it's, but it's not because they're frogs. Right. And ayahuasca doesn't come from a frog. No, but they have whole retreats similar to those. Also, I think frogs are just cold-blooded, right? Mm -hmm. So I think so. Yeah. Right, amphibians. We're, we're, we're on frog facts now. So <laughs> Frog facts. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. So kind of as, as a frog kind of hops across the road, you know, almost like, what was that, late 80s or early 90s game? Frogger? Late 80s. Late 80s. Atari. Atari. Yeah. So like kind of like in your life, kind of in recovery, <laughs> kind of how you were hopping across this road, really not knowing where to go, you know, when the next drink or, or drug was going to come out and just, just run you over, send you back to send you back to the other side, you know. How has it come to a place where you can kind of be like, I crossed the road? How do you jump on that first log? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> After, I guess, after enduring, you know. You are a master. I got to give it a to A lot you. of missed logs. <laughs> and, <laughs> to keep the analogy and, going. Um, and just having enough, you know, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And making that first leap count. There's the episode. <laughs> so for the li so for the listener, Brett is as me and Daniel are, um, is a former uh, client, community member, whatever you want to call it, alumni. 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 Can we say that now? Alum uh, alumni. Yeah, I, so. I was told at one point we we're not supposed to say that, but oh, times have changed. I mean, yeah, alumni. Oh, I don't really, I don't really know what it means, but you don't know what alumni means. No, I'm like in in the context of this, like how, like at what point do you become an alumni for something? I think when like you this? leave the building and you don't crash and burn. <laughs> I think that might be the rationale behind saying don't say that Maybe. because alumni implies yeah. that you're done. Anyway, uh, Brett came through <laughs> the Guiding Light Recovery Program pretty recently. You've also been here before. Before, that's exactly. Exactly. He, he, so. loved it. he loved it so much. He came back for that too. <laughs> hey, man, it's. I mean, I've been in and out of rehab for ten. I've been at ten, ten years, brother. Um, you don't know what I've been through. I think um, you are the first person who's been on the podcast who's been in twice. twice. Christian last week was. Oh, was he? We just yeah. didn't talk about it. No, okay. um, we got off on. We got <laughs> off on tangents. So we'll try to keep this episode a little more grounded. But like, um, <laughs> well, we have the frog analogy to hop back. Well, it, to. It's kind of like to, to stick to that. You hopped onto the log your first time here. Right. And, you know, you hopped onto a lily after that. And you thought that lily was going to be stronger than it actually is. Mm -hmm. And you, you hopped on it and it sunk right as you jumped. And you found yourself you in know, the water again. I don't know how frogs <laughs> drowned, <laughs> but you were struggling. And it's nice the fact that, A, you reached out. Mm -hmm. um, and you had quite the ride here. Yeah. What was that like coming back? Coming back? Uh, like making the decision to, like you knew what it was going to be like, kind of, right? And like making that decision to say like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go back and tell them I need help again. Well, I, I kept in contact with quite a few people dick my sponsor um and a couple other guys and you know i guess i was vocal about me having troubles and my sponsor dick recommended me come back um ed brooks as well 
I spoke with him. Everybody was like, you know, just come back. I mean, that's all they could pretty much say, right? Mm -hmm. I would have to do the rest. And I knew where help was. Um, but at the same time, it was the fear, shame, and guilt of coming back that prevented me from coming back sooner. Mm-hmm. Just, I felt like I, I had let down everybody here that helped me so much. And um, that was the hardest part to overcome. It's so funny how important we think we are. I know. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, no, because, like, I just, uh, I, I guess a similar situation for me is, like, when I left treatment one time and I kept in touch with people and then, like, you know, I lasted a week out there and I was just, like, I had all these people just reaching out for me, trying to check in on me, and they kind of probably knew what was going on, you know? Um, but I just felt so ashamed and, like, they'd be so disappointed in me or something mm. like that. And it's just, like, God. I, I, I've, I've talked to people too of, uh, you know, like, God, I, I just really let all those people down and, and, yeah. and it's just like, they're doing fine. <laughs> yeah. We don't, <laughs> we don't care about you. Like, like we care in the sense of like, Hey, sure. like, like reach out when you want to reach out. Yeah. Like once that phone call is done, I might be like, man, I, you know, I, I hope he makes, I hope he makes the next right choice and yeah. then I'm going to make like pasta. Yeah. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, and, but that, that is, it's so interesting how quickly that goes back into like, all right, you know, like I can be carrying all this other stuff. I drink or drug once and like all of a sudden it's just like I, I am the center. Screw you. Everything revolves around me. Or at least it's not that different than how it is now, but <laughs> it, 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 it is it different is. though. It comes back in a strong, like it's amazing how quick that comes back yeah. when you relapse of just like, um, God, I feel so good and I'm working on myself and, and I don't think I'm that important anymore. And then it's just like that self-loathing can become a real self-centered type of type of situation. It's just amazing how quick that comes back. Yeah. I had a guy tell me like fourth step stuff, make an inventory, check it twice, you know, um, be like, there, there's two type of people, those who think that the world wronged them and those who think that they wronged the world mm-hmm. and like internalizing and externalizing. Yeah, and just, oh, everything's my fault. We're like, eh, well, a lot of it is like, <laughs> you know, your situation is, but, um, yeah, uh, it's, I made the Christmas joke and no one laughed, so I kind of. <laughs> I did get it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you walk us through like what? I'm, I promise we're not gonna like, like we try not to be like, oh, tell us about how horrible your life was. But <laughs> um, can you just because I'm kind of personally curious, can you kind of walk us through like what happened after you left the first time? Well, the first I'm. I mean, I had so. I was still in communication with Carla. That was my girlfriend at the time. We have a kid, Bryson, together. So my whole thing was, all right, I'm going to do the four months because that's what everybody else wants. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted it as well, but did I want it that bad? Yeah. No. It felt good. I felt great during those four months, probably the best I felt since, you know, high school. But I was going back for a prize. So when we didn't stay together when I went back, that's when everything fell apart. Yeah. Um, and I always blamed it on why she didn't let me know that before I left here. Or else I would have stood here and went to Iron House and all that. Um, so I it wasn't 100% for myself. Yeah. It was to get a reward that I did not receive. Which is an interesting point. Like when you're doing it for a specific, like I I want to get this and then you don't get that, that's a house of cards. Like you just built this entire thing Mm -hmm. on something and, and then when it's gone, what else do you have it for? Like you didn't really do it for you or anything that you were building for yourself. So then. I really just throwing rocks in a glass house, you know? Well, it it was that. And now that I'm, I'm at. At Iron House, you know, going back the first time, I didn't have a job. I didn't have a place. It was going back to mom and pop's house. Mm. And it was like, that as well was something I didn't want. You know, once I got there, I was just like, wow, all right, I completed the program and now I'm just 
sitting in this house. Yeah, I got a job eventually, but it was... Did you really want to get sober, though, or did you just want to get something back? <laughs> well, I wanted my family back. Right. So, That's okay. I mean, I just, Did you, you even know. want to get sober, bro? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, there were definitely, like, you know, uh, all my attempts at sobriety were, I was, like... I would tell myself like, yeah, I want to get sober. And it's just, it was just this kind of like nebulous abstract concept. Like I, I saw no real, like I couldn't, I still couldn't picture or imagine the possibility of me like actually living my life without, you know, the crutch that I had. And I think it's because like, I like for me, like sobriety was a means to an end. It was a means to become this version of myself that I wanted to be or something like that. And I just have to get sober in order to get this. I guess it is kind of similar. Like I, like I have to get in order to get, become this version of myself that I want to be, that I know I should be or whatever. Um, I have to do this. And then I think the last, you know, the most recent time I've gotten sober and hopefully the last time, um, I just didn't know what the hell I was doing, you know. I was just like, I remember when I came here and I and you know, and I was just like, I remember saying this to my dad right before I came in here. He was like, um, um, like I just need a place to go where people will just tell me what to do, and I'll just do it because like I have no idea what to do, you know. And I think every other time I've tried to get sober, I kind of knew, I thought I knew what to do, you know. It's like to-do list checking too. I was just talking about this with somebody like when you're just trying to like achieve a goal, but the goal is like checking a box and you don't really like embody the process of that. You don't really get into it. Things get missed, you know, like when I went through college and everything, it was always, I, I know that I want this certain kind of life and I was told that this is the way to get it and I just did every every box check that they told me to get like get your degree and get this and get a job and I did all of those things and at the end of it I still had no idea who I was I had no idea what I liked or what I wanted and I was miserable at the end of it and then I had to kind of step back and walk away from everything and start over kind of and like really put myself in a position to figure out me and that's kind of like if you go into rehab or recovery in any kind of sense and it's just just put this down you don't learn anything about yourself in the process that's that's one of the things I think whenever I get to see a peek into like the the things that you guys do in the program that's one of the coolest parts to me is that it's so much more and so much deeper than just like how do you not drink today or how do you not get drugs today it's like who are you (laughs) what do you want what's going on underneath all of that and that's a really cool i think that's part of the reason why it's effective yeah i mean a lot of it is i i'll usually tell people all right so when you walk into the building and you know you get into probation about an hour after that point passes i'm Maybe a hot take, but uh, I'm no longer giving you credit for walking in. That, that after that, you, you say that to people because <laughs> that's awesome. If I, you do, I'm do you like, say it to every person or no? It's oh, it's okay. you, it's it's the people that need to hear that though, of, yeah. because it goes along the same lines of like, well, I'm sober. Like, yeah, but you're not doing anything with it. Yeah. Like the same thing of like, oh, well, I came in here. Well, that's great. That was yesterday. What are you doing today? Like, yeah. because yeah, yeah. that that was anybody can do something for a day yeah yeah but it's very different to all right you take the drugs and alcohol away like and i don't want to like downplay the the miracle that that is but at great like and then i'm so grateful well what are you doing with it what are you doing with that life that you've been given because yeah. if you're just doing the same thing you've always been doing i mean because okay so it's a people most people want to get sober because they want relief not everyone wants to get sober because they want a different life yeah and that's what it boils down to. Or they want a different life, but they kind of want it to just like fall yeah. together. Yeah. 
yeah. which that that's where I was. It was I, I want to just show up and have people kind of, I remember having one-on-ones like, just tell me what to do. And they're like, I have no idea what you should do. Mm-hmm. I'm not you. What do you mm-hmm. want? And then we can work how to get there. But mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't matter what I want for you. It matters what you want. So if someone, all they want is, I don't want to drink or drug. If that's literally all you want, A, you're selling yourself short. You're selling yeah. the people around you short. And also it's difficult for me to help you. It's difficult for mm-hmm. me to support you. Whenever I ask people for their goals, like in coaching sessions, that's one of the first things I say is like, it can't be this, this, yeah. your life goal can't be to stay sober. Cause one, that goal isn't achieved until you die sober. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's not a real no. goal. <laughs> and it's, while it's true, like I can't help you with a goal that is, well, one, not actually actively doing anything. It's not doing something. And I can't help you with something that we can't achieve until you die. Like that's too long. You have to pick something else. Like something Yeah, and also deeper. what what are you like willing to do? That that's not a life for me. Like yeah. I've said no, like screw if, that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so boring. If, yeah. if all I was gonna do is put drugs down and if all I did was put drinking or drugs down, I would not have the things I have today. And I kinda like the things I have today. And you know what? My sli- I still have struggles. I still mm-hmm. have days where and I think we touched on this a while ago, like I still have days where I'm like it's, it's not like I actively want to go use, but like, I still have the thought in my oh, head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there, there's still, there, there's still parts that like, I don't like the people that are in meetings. Like I could never imagine going back to drinking. I could like, I, yeah, I very much could. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, you might block yourself from imagining yeah. it, but. Well, cause it's, I, I understand yeah. there was a lot of pain. There was a lot of turmoil. There's like. I love drugs and alcohol. Like yeah. I, there, that for what I'm an addict and an alcoholic. Like I believe that to my core. Like there, it, there's, and I'm happy that I, I chose. I, I'm happy that IV use of heroin was my drug of choice because I can't really like, even I can't rationalize that away as like a yeah. Eh, it's just one shot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like you also can't pick it up at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> no, which if they open their freaking door, we'd have energy drinks. Right oh now, yeah, but we don't. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, like life is so much more than more than that. And honestly, I think really early on when I was going through the program, I realized I really liked growth and I liked yeah, transition totally and I liked did. people and like I found my chaos within that because there was a, a kid, Matt, here and every time I was the houseman and I would go do the alarm and I'd walk by and I'd, night, Matt. And he'd be like, night, Daniel. <laughs> And just had this like, so this just pure like kid energy. And I was just like, man, like I really, I'm so grateful that I get to be here in that process. Um, and just like that, I hopped off that last log onto the coast, you know, <laughs> but For then, now. but, but then the part about that though, is that guess what? You have another level too now. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I felt it. The next level. Yeah. It's it's a continuous game of Frogger. It's like Candy Crush. They just keep coming out keep with levels, coming. you know? But yeah. it's unlike true. Candy Crush, we'll end one day. <laughs> We're all going to die. So dark. We're all going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's interesting. I know you've touched on before, like, having those days where it's harder. And I had one this week. And I, I feel okay. very like, I know, you you dealt with the, Daniel dealt with the brunt of that. Um, I think I did. You kind of did. I was pretty upset. Um, you may not have realized how upset I was, but it, it was just hard and having somebody to reflect back to you, like you just said this thing and it's kind of, really? <laughs> like, like you looked at me and you said, can you repeat that? And he- hear yourself saying what you just said and having people do that for you is really important. Because yeah. sometimes I'm just word vomiting and you don't really hear what you're saying, you know? Yeah. And you can have people in your life who just hear that and kind of just let it go and don't really say anything about it. But having somebody really sit down and say like, no, I'm gonna need you to repeat that and hear it for yourself. Cause I don't think you mean the thing that you just said. And it's, it's important. And we, our brains listen to what we say. Mm-hmm. Our brains listen to what we think. Like it's, they are continually running through these. That's the whole thing of like self-affirmations and all that. Like, yeah. You tell yourself you're a piece of crap enough times, like, and yeah. I love, and I love the, and I will tell, I do tell people this too, of 
like, well, I just, I just want to feel better about myself. Well, why don't you do some stuff that, that would make you feel better about yourself? Like, yeah. I don't yeah. like this idea of self-compassion being like, I'm just going to not hate myself more. Why don't you stop doing stuff that you hate yourself for? Like, there goes the action, right? Yeah. Action with Daniel. <laughs> you have to figure out what that means. Like, what, what does it mean to feel better about yourself? What does that person look like to you? And yeah. start doing that stuff. Yeah. And it's slow. And it's, it's, it's tedious. Well, yeah, I guess for me, if I came in through these doors and said, all I want to do is stop, you know, drugging and drinking, that wasn't going to work. I didn't like, even though I, let's say I stopped, I still didn't like that person that was looking at me through the mirror because I was overweight. I just was a mess. And to me, that's not Brett. For the listeners too, Brett is ripped <laughs> he's a good looking man no like he's he's ripped dude <laughs> took a lot of work to get here and didn't say no too good job but um Listen. yeah so the way i worked the program is you know i got into working out because my first tour here i was over 200 pounds how um, tall are you what 510 oh i was i was swollen I have a before and after picture. Now you're now you're swollen sister. a whole different way, bro. <laughs> you're treating that body like a temple. Um, so I hit working out hard, even changed the way I ate. Even. Yes. Even. Some people do one and not the other. <laughs> I think I went a little bit too far with that. My parents seen me the other day. No, they I thought I was I, sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny though because like we all we all still have that that the the obsession and I was talking to uh, Derek uh, mm. Derek the other day like he's like I think I have a problem like what and he was joking around like oh like well you know he's he's obsessed with fitness and working out and 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 you know what like yeah that's we all find we all have our things like you can't expect I like we obsessed about things for a long time you can't just mm-hmm. be like. I'm just gonna turn. I'm just gonna turn my dial from 15 to two now, and just kind of coast. Yeah. Like no, yeah. no, 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 no. And so that's cool that you were able to find. Yeah, let that dog eating. off the leash somehow. Do you know who? <laughs> what? Do you know who? Do I know who? What? Let, let the, dogs the dogs out. out. Thank you. I knew the it. Baja man. <laughs> <laughs> who? How, how how long do you think we could sing that before we get sued? Really, we can sing the whole song because no one's listening to this, but... Um, 30 seconds? I don't think... Um, who let the... Who, no, I, I think who, if you say it, it's okay. I can sing a whole song? I think I technically think so. you can sing it because you're not stealing anything. You're not saying it's your original song. You're I learned something about intellectual property the, the other day. What if I said, my name is Daniel Irwin and this song belongs to me? I called it. Who <laughs> as the long as you're not making any money off of it. Oh, I'm not making money off true. this, so that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Um, yeah, intellectual property is dumb. That's a hot take. <laughs> that is, is a it? hot take. Huh? Is it? There's a lot of people who would disagree with that. I don't know. People who own intellectual property would probably disagree with that. Yeah, and I feel like if I owned intellectual property, I would probably yeah, disagree with it. Yeah, it's singing a very different your mind. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of amazing how things change when they actually oh, affect I know. become you? personal. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> I was um, imitating you there for a second. What? I don't know. You just do this thing sometimes where you get into this voice and you just land something anyway thanks for that (laughs) yeah she always does that (laughs) um all right so i have a question for you brett would you rather i'm not going to do one of them because that's a (laughs) would you rather from this moment to the going backwards to to the last memory of you picking up tadpoles let that be completely erased so you have no memory of the past Every, your life is the same, but you personally don't remember anything. Or know every moment from this second on till the day that you die. You can't change or, or adjust anything, but you just know it. You inherently know it. No, I would rather have the past memories. So you'd rather know the future? Or you'd rather you forget the past? have to pick one. I'd rather... 
I don't want either of these. Yeah. This Who's question is awful. Who, 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 You've who? asked this question before. I'd rather have the past. Yeah. You'd yeah. rather know the past yeah. and not and not know the future. And yeah. not know the future. Well, th- you can't have that. That's having yeah. both. <laughs> you can right, eat. That's real life. <laughs> <laughs> you have that. <laughs> the the question is uh it's you can either or. not know so basically like you snap your fingers and you just wait and you're just like what the hell is going on? Yeah. Um right? Yes. Yeah. Or you can snap or like snap your fingers and you're going to know every single thing that's ever going to happen to you in your future, but you can't change the, the future. You just know it. No, I'd rather not. I'd rather not know what's going on. So you would have all your past memories erased before knowing the future. You, I would. You, yes, that's I a, guess, that's a yeah. no-brainer for yeah. me. Yeah, I, re- I wouldn't really? want to know wanna the future. You want to forget everything else? It'd be kind of cool. Be like, I, feel I would, like I would be... lose my mind if I knew the future. I couldn't. Yeah, I yeah. can't. Especially if you can't I change it? can't no. even. <laughs> Begin to describe what that would be like. Are you writing a poem again? We can do some slam poetry. Have you ever done poetry, bro? No. <laughs> you never wrote a detox poem? Doug has. No, I no, haven't. You have it? Detox poem. Really? I've written so many. No, I know you have, but I, <laughs> I haven't. No. I've I written just... so many so many terribly sad poems in detox. They're t- is that all... a common thing? Or is oh, that yeah. just to you? Oh, thing? it's definitely a common Every thing. Is it? If oh, these yeah. are the only two people Why? that have never done it, apparently. Well, I, I did ah. a sad letter to my son while I was in there detoxing. Huh. That's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> they could be a sad I never send it out though. I was still did you plan on sending it out or was it one of those exercises where it's just, just write all your stuff out and then forget about it? You know I was I mean? planning on it until yeah. my head cleared up and then you're like, Thank God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was I doing? Yeah, I remember. Would you ever share that with him? Do you have the letter? I do. I have like multiple copies because the second time coming in, I was a little mess. Um, but no, I wouldn't have a problem. Like talking if, about someday. it him. Someday. Right. Yeah. He's too young now, yeah. but like, yeah, I always I, think that's interesting. Like, you know, looking I, back at things like that can be really good. I have a stack of about this many letters that I wrote to my daughter while I was going through the program that I saved. Here? Mm-hmm. Are you was give was them this to an her? exercise or was this, this was an a, exercise? Th- yeah. This was a declaration that said I was going to write my daughter a letter every week, never send it. Just keep it. Okay. I do remember that. Yeah. And I still have those. I think at some point I'll give them to her. But that'd be cool. It's a real notebook, mm-hmm. you know? Notebookish. I Never wrote seen you a letter <laughs> every day. It is every a day? You know how, you know, that's insane to write somebody a letter every single day. Yeah. Would you write anybody a letter every, every single day? No. I'd text them, you it know? It would be like a tweet, like 140 <laughs> characters letter every single day. Like that I could do, but a full-on letter every Certainly day. Certainly not in the age of cell phones. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like if it was like the 1800s. Every day? You know how much postage costs back then? You know how much a horse costs to run? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but like it's probably cheaper than it is now. Postage? Yeah, probably. Not, I mean, the form of communication. Not like, if it's I think adjusted it was probably for inflation. Pretty, I bet it was probably pretty cheap. You know how expensive a horse costs to run across country. Yeah, but you're not paying for a horse. You're paying for the service of it. The horse is also received. Like, That's not how the, the post office of- worked in the 1800s. Were you there? Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> you sound really confident about this. I know. And the it's pony- not like I have any information to really back this up. But <laughs> the the I Pony mean- Express, though, the the fastest thing or the fast the fastest thing ever at that time was a. Uh, it was like a collection of 300 horses across the United States where they would run and like switch out horses every 20 miles or something. Mm-hmm. And they, it was like, they can get a letter across the country in like six days. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. For that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of slow now if you think about it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you can get things in two days now. Prime I mean, shipping. Sometimes just, one day with Amazon. True. If the van is around yeah, the corner. I mean, Heaven forbid I have to go to a store and pick something out with my own hands, you know? <laughs> I was going to say, I think with letters, like, from what I remember of the Oregon Trail, sometimes people would give you letters to take out west with you when you were yeah. already going. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't have to pay them. Yeah, it, you would just have to hope they didn't die. 
That's true. I used to play you that video game. game. Yeah, on PC. Oregon that was, yeah. the game is awesome. I loved Oregon Trail. I played Oregon Trail too. I've never played that it. That was a good one. Really? Never played it. I've heard it's so, so much good. about it. Don't it's want to play it. I it's can't a good game. remember how many times I died of dysentery in that game. <laughs> well, a luckily lot. for you, that's how they died. <laughs> they probably, well, most, they froze to death, starved death, and then dysentery. Mm, I was yeah, listening to a podcast true. about the Mexican American War and how it's just kind of funny that, like, pretty much everybody, War. most people <laughs> died in wars because of dysentery. Yeah. The yeah. vast majority of people. It's just like you wonder. This was a take on the podcast I was listening to. This was not an original thought, but it's just like you wonder about you wonder about all the people who were just you know, the, signed up to go to friggin' war, and I wonder how many of them really knew that. Like, yeah, you're probably if you, if you're gonna die, it's most likely poop. Yeah, <laughs> it's not from like some heroic yeah. thing. Like you're just gonna you're gonna die from diseases. Yeah, I feel like they had no idea. Yeah. I bet they probably, I don't know. Who knows? I don't think that was part of their recruiting strategy. <laughs> don't worry. You're not going to get shot. He might die from disease, but. No. What's your favorite uh, war? Historical <laughs> era. <laughs> no, <laughs> historical. What's your favorite historical era? Or decade and whatever. Era. Dead air. Roman times. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Do you know a lot about Roman times? Seen a lot of statues. Yeah. <laughs> I was just curious. It would be interesting to live back then. Yep. Seen a lot of videos and stuff. For some well, reason, I would want to be a wealthy Roman. Well, you know. <laughs> sure. With yeah. My villa and warm pools and <laughs> exotic fruits. Yeah, you know, that's that's very it's a very fascinating <laughs> bananas. <time>. <laughs> <laughs> It was also a very, um, in that age, a lot of a lot of novel ideas were were coming out. Newness was kind of all the rage. The Earth was still the center of the universe. Was Dare it? I say flat? I think so. It might have been. I don't uh, know. When, well, Galileo wasn't until the 1600s. Romans were before that. Doug, history check. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Galileo was 1600s, right? Yeah. Okay, and Romans were not not then. 1600s. No, like one AD was the height of like the Roman Empire. Yeah, they ish. thought they thought the oh. Earth was the center of the universe. Sure. Why wouldn't you? They also thought it was flat. No. In at, in one AD, probably not. Most people didn't like really think about it until but, they became seafaring. But it's like, but I mean, even the Greeks were able to calculate with actually pretty decent accuracy how the circumference of the Earth. So if you're a flat Earther listening circular? out there, mm -hmm. really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, by shadows. Yeah, if you if you cared, like most, like I said, most people probably don't even. I mean, obviously this is just, but most people probably wouldn't have thought about it. But yeah. like the people who did think about it, there was a way. Like it was pretty. I guess commonly accepted scientific knowledge that like the earth was probably a sphere. Don't you think that's crazy that at some point someone's like, what is he trying to figure out? Yeah. <laughs> there goes Daniel trying to shape the earth again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's interesting that there's a lot of things that you just don't think about. Like the frogs hibernating. Like you I, just never think example. about it. I know. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you know a fact and you're like, Okay, I guess it makes sense. If I had thought about I it, I might have come about, to that I never thought about. I never. It never came into my life that I had to came think about. Into my life, it never came yeah. into my life that I had to think like, what happens to the frogs during the winter? They just bury themselves in the mud. Yeah. Well, what about the turtles? What about the, the turtles? I think they do the same thing. It's also yeah. a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Do they do hibernate? I imagine well, the same thing. Fish, fish, essentially just. They just like power down. Down to yeah. the bottom. They're not real anyway. They power down. Much like the birds that are <laughs> all drones. Fish true. are not real. Use, I'm sure there's someone that useless that. drones. <laughs> <laughs> some, all your bridge fish pigeons are, are fake. Fi they don't hibernate, but they do remain conscious while their body processes slow down. So they, turtles can't breathe underwater, but in this state, they don't need to. Where do turtles go in the winter? <laughs> <laughs> do they absorb oxygen through their skin? Because I know frogs do. They don't breathe underwater, so no. They, they That's not what breathing underwater is. 
if you could absorb oxygen? What do you need gills? Well, that's how you breathe underwater because they're getting right. it from. Uh, can frogs breathe underwater? No. Or can they just hold their breath? They can hold their but breath. But I think they can why get do you think oxygen. Why do you think they from... do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's why they do that. Um, <laughs> That'd be funny to see a frog be like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just do that every time they're about to go under. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I might be wrong, but You're I thought wrong. I had read something somewhere about. <laughs> I could be wrong. You're it's wrong. not a scientist. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a frog biologist. I'm sorry. So what? So what? I thought that they got oxygen like through the like through their Shit. skin. So like through the. Mm -hmm. That's why they would bury themselves because they're still getting the oxygen. Yeah, they must. Function. Something like that. They don't I, just hold their breath for. Like, I might be making you know. that up from a children's. How movie. do you know? I don't know. <laughs> they could. <laughs> well, I know for sure. Okay. Poisonous right. dart frogs get their poison from what they eat. The frog oh. has three respiratory surfaces on its body that it uses to exchange gas with the surroundings. The skin, in the lungs, and on the lining of the mouth, while completely submerged, all the frog's respiration place, takes place through the skin. So, so I was what about that fact? You were right. You had some truth I just in it. Want to hear Daniel say it. You were right, Debbie. Thank um, you. I needed that. You were today. right about frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, poison dart frogs are very pretty. They are they very are. pretty. Yeah. yeah, I like those. They're real pretty until they kill you. I know. That's what's so cool about That's them. That's why you shouldn't be licking frogs. I never said anything about licking a dart frog. That's how you would what's die. What's your favorite species of frog, bro? It would have... <laughs> It's. I mean, I, 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 really was looking into the poisonous dart frogs to have as, uh, you know, pet. I, Not yeah, at Iron House. I, yeah, I but, did that too. But they're like an expert level and yeah. the moisture and all you that. You have, have a license for that stuff. too, right? <laughs> like, well, they're not poisonous. Not the ones that they breed okay. in oh, captivity. Okay. Oh, okay. Because they're not eating. They're not eating. Gotcha. Right. What do they eat that makes them poisonous? Elderberries. No, elderberries aren't poisonous. I was going to say that. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why Yeah. I don't even know what those are. Aren't they not even real? They're I, I feel like they're only in video games. I was thinking of Skyrim. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What am I thinking? I think... They're schnozberries. Yeah, elderberries. I don't know. Are elderberries, elderberries the ones that are supposed to help your immune system, or am I thinking of something else? Probably, I don't know if they exist. There's probably a plenty. I think elderberries <laughs> are a thing that exists. I think they are, and I think they're the thing that I take when I'm I think they're, during flu season. I think they mostly popularize, like, North Swedish territories. Are you just making up <laughs> facts now? No. Oh, okay. I have no idea what populates north swedish territories what color are they you're the worst i think purple right in my head i think purple, purple. dark they're blue. really really purple. dark purple yeah if they're the ones i'm thinking we're all of. going in between like <laughs> oh i don't know anything to just all of a sudden we know the colors of them and where they Geographic are Geographic locations. <laughs> if it's the one that i'm thinking of they are really dark purple and they're good yeah. for your immune system and when you think about those you thinking of ACI berries no i'm definitely yeah. not Okay. And just like these kind of elusive berries, it's kind of it, it's kind of like that was your recovery, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying different berries. You didn't even know if they were real or not. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a perfect analogy. Like I don't even know if this is a real thing that I'm doing. You right see now. other people, like in all seriousness, like you see other people in sobriety, and like, you, and it's like there's some people who like have what you want. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, I mean, is that even possible for someone like me to like, I don't know, live of, of, as, as a functioning human being? <laughs> anyway. They're, they're real, by the way. They are real. They, they are were real? the things that I was thinking of. I'm trying to get the ge geographic location. Uh, Switzerland? Well, there goes the segue. <laughs> I think they're everywhere because it doesn't have a specific. They're native to most of Europe, North America, and Southwest Asia. So That's they, everywhere. So they were in in Switzerland. Probably. Switzerland isn't Northern Europe. What's Switzerland? Sweden. You said Sweden originally. Did I? I don't know. This has gone off the rails. Switzerland. Didn't like mean Central to throw Europe. it off. They have so chocolate, bad. right? <laughs> yeah. It does sound like a made-up thing, though. Elderberry. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does. Take the eye of a newt and three elderberries. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um, much like recovery. Yeah, so exactly like recovery. 
Um, just get him going. He'll land the plane somehow. No, I do appreciate you coming in and talking to us, though. Yeah. And, um, and I appreciate you coming back. And kind yeah. of not, not everyone makes it back. And I, so many people say that crap all the time. And I can't, I, it still just is just like, ah, I get it. But really, not everyone comes back. Um, and as much as I, I would like to think that I'm different, that if I were to relapse, I wouldn't have all those same thoughts, but I'm not. Like, I would, ex I would have those exact same thoughts. Um, and that is one of the things that scares me of like, I don't, and what also thoughts? part, the, oh, well, if I, if I were to relapse, like, it's so stupid that you, that you feel like self-conscious about it. Like, oh, yeah. like, like coming people back. are supportive, yeah, yeah, yeah. like just come back. Like, and you, we can say oh, that yeah. as many times as sure. you want, but as soon as you actually, cause I, I had a few months at one point I relapsed and I remember walking up to the club in Lansing and my old sponsor was just like, Oh, you're on that heroin diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like that, that's not easy. Um, and it has been cool to kind of see you go through this and, you know, kind of grow from a little seedling all the way to an adult elderberry, you know? <laughs> you like to think that like, um, Nailed it. that like, yeah, I like, I, you like to tell yourself that like, you'd know what to do, but yeah. it's just like, it goes out the window once the actual, yeah. it's, it's, I, you can, as much as I'd be like, oh, like I can, this analogy is not going to work. <laughs> As in my head, I'm like, all right, like you're on the, <laughs> you're flying a plane <laughs> and you're on the ground and you're like, okay, like, like logically I get how like you, you know, you go up and you go down, you go, you land just the way you go up and you know, you fly and everything like that. And then you get in the air. You're like, I have no idea what the, what the heck I'm doing. Like that, that one didn't work out too well, but no. Okay. You don't know what that, that was yeah. it. That was it. Oh, okay. oh, I thought you... Sometimes it's hard. like Making analogies? I don't know. <laughs> well, that and like just admitting that Relapsing, you need help yeah. sometimes too. Like I was just talking to somebody recently. Like I was working with a client and we were talking about going through something. And he's like, well, I know what to do. And it's still hard. And I'm like, bro, same. <laughs> like yeah. I coach people all the time. And sometimes I still need somebody to go, can you repeat what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it happens to all of us and being able and willing to like admit I am struggling. I do need help and coming back to that help when you know you need it again. Like I wish that there was less stigma and shame around getting better and then struggling and getting better again. Like we kind of act like getting better is a finite thing. Like it's final once you're better, you're better forever mm. and you can never struggle again. And it's just not reality. That's not how humans work. And mm. preach. Yeah. It, it's, it's I don't true. know, like letting go of that pressure to always be perfectly better once you've gotten help one time, like oh. allowing yourself to struggle again. Knowledge also doesn't do anything without action. Yeah. Like that's the, I, I love people. Oh, I, I know what to do. Well, clearly, either you oh don't, my God. Yeah. or you don't have the support. How many to times do it? have we heard that statement? Yeah. Well, I know what I need to do. Apparently, you don't. Yeah. Because you're not you doing it. Yeah. yeah. And like, sometimes, like knowing something, like you also need to have the right kind of support to actually use the knowledge you have. Yeah. Too. I, I know what I needed to do. I needed to stop shooting heroin for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I knew. I knew. Like. On the surface of a what those... that was like the easiest thing though, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know, you know. No, I don't, I don't, I don't mean it in a, like a sorry if that no. sounds demeaning or something. Don't but apologize like... to me, okay? You can you can demean me anytime you want. You know, I in in the grand scheme of things though, like yeah. that compared to that was my solution, so I didn't have to do all the other exactly. things that was yeah. that yeah. was being asked of yeah. me, mm -hmm. and especially when it comes like. Well, it's I, easy to walk into doors here, but it's harder yeah. to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the hardest part of the situation for that first day. And then the second day, it's like, okay, well, it's not hard to walk. I'm already in, so I don't yeah. have to walk in the doors again. That's not hard. I have to actually like commit to this and do something. Uh, it. And it's like, it's not easy to not pick up again, but it's not complicated. Yeah. No. You know, simple, like, super simple. And yeah. then, but like. You know, if I'm if I'm able to not pick up for a couple of weeks, like 
that like, that that this... problem quickly kind of like shrinks a little bit, but then everything else that that problem was weighing down, exactly. all those things then yeah. not only was it weighing down, but also shielding me from having to deal with, yeah. you know, for God knows how long. Yeah. You know, well, that's like what Brett, when you were talking about after you left the first time, like you were sober, wasn't that supposed to be like the solution? Like that was supposed to fix everything. Yeah. It didn't fix anything. Like there were still so many other things that you hadn't dealt with or you hadn't worked through or processed through and now you're like okay well now i actually have to face all of this right. and do something with it and that became the hard part the hard part just changes all the time i think that's like walking in the doors is hard and then it stops being hard after you do it and something else becomes hard and that goalpost keeps shifting right i mean how do you feel about that now you've been you've been through here twice you're in iron house now what do you feel like is the hard part at this stage I mean, at this stage, just says Irwin like the tools, right? Well, the, I'll save your number. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the best thing that you know, the thing that brought me back here, the second time, is probably the best thing that could have happened, mm -hmm. which is Carla leaving me, and you know, and that just freed up space for me to strictly focus on Brett. So, like, yeah. I guess. That's when I lost everything, you know. Yeah. I was really codependent on her. So I could credit that with me really, you know, getting on top of of controlling Brett, you know, figuring out who Brett really was without any distractions. Like, I'm going to come up here. I don't have nothing to worry about there. My son is in good hands. Now mm -hmm. I'm going to do Brett. Um, yeah. But... The thing that I'm having trouble with now, was that the question? Yeah. Um, I would say probably being quite a ways away from my family. Yeah. Like I talked to Carla. She said that she's not okay with Bryson coming up here and spending the weekend. And I got to respect that, you know, mm -hmm. there's a little distance there. And just trying to figure out how I could have time with him yeah you know but i know i gotta put in the time yeah so he's doing good i see him every now and then my parents come up here but other than that yeah that's a little struggle but it's nothing you know i'm gonna go nuts over yeah <laughs> he's gonna be alive longer than you are right probably <laughs> well i hope so i hope so <laughs> i hope so, so dark <laughs> I mean, I think the reason that I was asking is <laughs> not for that. I, the reason I was asking is just, I, I always find it interesting. Like when you started this whole process, you probably thought that the hardest part was going to be not using. I think most people do. And then the hardest part ends up being so many other deeper, other bigger, a lot things. freaking cooler things too. Yeah. Like my like the struggles today are just so much cooler. It is cooler. It's though. fun. Yeah. I don't know. Fun. Planning right a five k. I, I mean, look. I mean, it's. I don't know. For me, it kind of is in a sick way. Sick. Yeah. Uh, in both ways of that word. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me degrade you. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's like no. I just I like how. It's I, I like having like struggles and like having a clear head and like meeting them head on and challenging them and like feeling myself grow as a better person. I think you said in the beginning uh, about how you can just kind of become addicted to this kind of growth mm -hmm. mindset, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, which can have its own pitfalls in and of itself. But like, um, it's for another podcast. I really, it's for another podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's another um, episode. But <clears throat> I remember when I came here. And one of the one of the first like moments that I was like, yes, like this is where I need to be right now is it was actually in this room and it was so it was like my first week in the program after I got accepted and it was the first class I ever attended and Brian was teaching up here and he Brian uh, Brian, who was the recovery program director at the time, um, we would have we have 
when you're in the program here, you have cognitive behavioral therapy classes with uh, some of the guys that you're in the program with twice a week. And I don't know what it was about or anything like that, but Brian used to be a history teacher. So the way he sort of taught it really spoke to me as I guess kind of the way that I learned. And he just had everything written out like a professor would, you know what I mean? But like, it was all about figuring out me and mm-hmm. figuring out my problems. And, you know, why do I think the way that I do? Not only why do I think the way that I do, but like, wow, other people think this way. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yes, if this is the format with through which I can attack, that's how I really looked at it. Like, I can attack this just overbearing problem, which is just my compulsion to use drugs and alcohol all day, every day. Like, I can really get behind that. And I really... Oh, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but like, you know, I really fell in love with like, I was going to say sobriety, but like I fell in love with recovery. Like I fell yeah. in love with just like improving myself constantly to get over this problem. And now it's like at a point where it's like, I don't even really worry about using anymore. Like at least today I might tomorrow, but like it's been a while since it seemed like an honestly good idea. Um, life is still hard, but like I said, it's kind of fun. Yeah, the, the challenge is it's a constructive version of chaos that yeah. is like, oh, cool. Like, I can, this isn't, this isn't going to destroy me. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's just exciting. Right. Super exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. And I meant, I, and I meant, like, maybe you'll be the first person ever to live to be, like, 200. And your son will be like uh, eighty. Vampire. That's not, that's not what he meant. <laughs> so terrible. Uh, sorry about that. It's okay. um, Mortality is for another podcast. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to close it. Okay. Okay. I would like to graciously, from the bottom of my heart, thank. Every single person that has listened to this podcast. Yeah. But realistically, though, I would like to thank everybody that has been ever involved with anyone that at any time been in their life, been in addiction or struggery. Struggery? Struggery. Struggery. Or recovery, either themselves or has been around a family member or has known a close friend that has done that has had to deal with it because it's not easy by, by any means. Um, so... And if there is anybody listening that is currently dealing with a loved one who is struggling with addiction, yeah, you can also send them to Guiding Light. That's fine. But also, sure, but but all, but, real, but realistically, it costs make sure, us money. Make, <laughs> <laughs> make sure that you take care of yourself yeah. and get the rest you need and the self care that you need. Um, but other than that, thank you for chiming in. If you want to check out the show notes. Oh. <laughs> I know they're below it. Uh, I think in all seriousness, like, so, like, yeah, I guess this is a podcast that, like, ostensibly promotes Guiding Light as an organization, but, like... Um, ostensibly? Ostensibly. Um, it is a real word. But, <laughs> word of the day corner. Sorry for the layman over here. No, it's just derailing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, no, but, I mean, like, I think... Like, I think the big point of this podcast and why we all kind of enjoy doing it and taking our time, time out of our day to do it, um, is because if we can have any amount of a part in sort of normalizing, um, addiction and mental health issues and stuff like that, that like so many people are affected with and Mm destigmatizing it in any way, um, you know, that's a that's a you know that's a cool thing to be a part of so that's why we do it and also i know i joke a lot but like i i also really appreciate everybody who actually listens to this so yeah and the so the the reason that i won't get way into that i just appreciate if if anybody can get any sense of i'm not alone by listening to Mm. this um or i hope that you find somebody that you can do that because we've all known what that feels like um so yeah thank you for checking us out thank you doug for all the production and all the stuff that he puts into this um thank you brett for stopping by and 
talking to us about frogs. <laughs> Debbie, as always, uh, I'm glad I got to meet you all those years ago and that we're still friends. That's the nicest thing you've ever said for to me. Now. Thank you for thank you for being here. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks really for the invitation, you. guys. Yeah. yeah. We'll cool. see you next cool. week. Bye. Or whenever. <laughs>